0: Regular
1: Dudes Watch Stuff. Popcorn ready. Welcome to Regular Dudes Watch Stuff. This is a show where, well, you guessed it, some regular dudes talk about stuff that they've watched. I'm your host, Jamie G., Esquire the Fifth, Master of Watching Stuff. I'm here with Magna Mills and the Soup to welcome you to our show. Last time I was watching stuff, like they're like, no, you can't be on a ladder looking in
2: those windows, but you can watch our YouTube channel and find it by going to joblowfootballshow.com You can find us wherever you get your podcast by searching for Regular Dudes Watch Stuff, and you can find us on social media at Dudes Watch Stuff. And we don't mean to be all dudes. We're, we're trying to get some more females involved. We're definitely in on both sides, I mean, because that's how you win, right? You play both sides. Soup do, sir? What side are you playing tonight, brother?
0: Yeah, here we are. Regular dudes watch things. I'm a regular dude. I mean, uh, well, maybe. I don't know. Some people think I'm not so regular, but uh, to me I'm fucking pretty regular, man. And uh, And I watch things. So we're going to talk about it a little bit.
1: Now, before we talk about exactly the stuff that we're watching, we want to let you know a little bit about us, get to know us a little bit better. And we should probably explain how our show is going to work. Mills, You're not only our mathematician, but you're also our logistics guy. Why don't you break down the basic format of the show and where we'll go from here? And will we boldly go where no show has gone before? Well, it's amazing the kind of uh, overlap
2: between mathematics, logistics, and Star Trek. Although I am more of a Star Wars guy, not a Star Trek guy. But basically what we're going to do is we're going to watch stuff and we're going to talk about it. We'll be putting out one to two episodes a week. Sometimes we'll be talking about some newly released movies, and other times we might just be talking about some obscure flick from the 80s or 90s or whenever. We're also going to cover some television, and what we cover will vary depending on, you know, what we're feeling like right now. We're already covering some shows full-time, so what we want to do is just give our best here to not only talk about our favorite stuff and the stuff we're already covering, but the stuff that, you know, flies under the radar a little bit,
1: so to speak. Yes, indeed. And now that we know what this beautiful show about regular dudes watching stuff is going to look like, you need to kind of know these regular dudes, right? So let's go around the horn here. We'll each just give the audience just a a little bit of uh, info around what qualifies us as just a regular old guy who's just watching stuff. Soup, go ahead and tell these fine people something about yourself and a bit about your viewing habits. Now, please keep this x-rated
0: oh fuck, man i mean I, well i want to keep it i'm going to keep it brief dude i'm gonna keep it brief because uh sometimes i like to watch tv and i put my boots on right i like to have my big boots i put my big boots on man and uh and they're the ones you can go trudging through water and shit, you know i don't know why i like to wear these boots but no pants no pants just the boots and i like to watch tv like that sometimes man you know and uh, and then it, it it makes me think better, you know. And then and then for other things, depending on on what I'm watching, man, you know, it could be something like, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into detail here because we'll break down what we watch later on. But it maybe it's something a little more heartwarming or whatever, something a little a little closer to home. Then that's where I like to just kind of leave my pants on and just open my fucking zipper and and, and and just pull it out, dude, and just let it chill. You know, we'll watch it together. You know, and you we know, figure it out. So sometimes that happens. But you know, and then there's more viewing habits, but I'll just give you that right now. Just a tip. Just a tip. We'll talk more thoroughly, uh, you know, as we as we as we get further into it.
2: That's good soup.
1: Those were a lot to unpack. I'm gonna give everybody just a second to just get that image out of your head. The free- guys i am a big time show guy i like to hang out uh get myself relaxed whether that's you know enjoying a nice glass of wine or a beer And just chill out, dude, and just zone out, get away from all my stresses, and enjoy a show. Big time fan of it. I like getting caught up in shows. You know, know, it could be eight seasons, could be two seasons, could be ongoing ones. But I also like to relive the past and hit up some absolute classics that were forgotten about and left for dead from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We gotta be talking about those and, you know, just i like everything man there's not really one genre that you're gonna have a hard time selling me on um i i just you know big fan of finding things viewing them and then talking about it right
2: on man i am Magna mills and i basically agree with what all of y'all said and that could be a big problem with the show because we do tend to agree on things i love the old throwback movies i mean there's still good stuff coming out but i tend to probably trend towards more new television and older movies like I, sometimes i go back and I, you know you watch some of these things from the you know anytime from probably like call it 19 19- 82 to 2004 or so you know maybe makes me date a little bit get off my lawn but I think there's just some classic flicks that you go in there and you watch and then you re-watch and you appreciate them in a different way than you did when you first watched them when you were younger and I think there's just so much good television right now there's so much to talk about I am incredibly excited to talk about it all and just for the record you know I'm trying to get a sponsorship from Coors Light we're trying to get a sponsorship any sponsorship we're trying to make
1: it work we're on every platform we're doing everything uh let's get a bit more specific here I don't think that it's fair to ask you guys to name your favorite movie or something that you know broad let's narrow it down a bit Mills lead us off here by telling us I don't know who is your well shit who's your favorite Batman uh Maybe my favorite use of Batman
2: was on Seinfeld in the episode where Kramer talks about him driving the bus.
0: He says, where do you think you're going, Cracker Jack? I says, well, I got a little prize for you, buddy. <laughs> Knock him out cold. How could you do that? Yeah, then everybody is screaming because the driver, he's passed out because of all the commotion. The bus is out of control. <laughs> so i grab him by the collar i take him out of the seat i get behind the wheel now i'm driving the bus you're batman yeah yeah i am batman
2: non you know canon batman ramer might be my favorite but realistically overall animated definitely kevin conroy he's the guy who did the voice of batman in batman the animated series like that's my batman voice if i had to give it to live action dude overall michael keaton but as far as just Bruce Wayne, give me Adam West, or just Batman in the suit, Christian
1: Bale. Jamie G? Look, I, I got to go Michael Keaton, okay? I still think he's the the, the best Batman that, that we've had a chance to uh, to enjoy. The best
2: blend of, like, Bruce Wayne and Batman, because that's the key. You got to be a good Batman yep. and a good Bruce
1: Wayne. 100%, man. So I'm giving it up to Michael Keaton. Um, I'll tell you who I won't give it up for. And I usually give it up for this guy a lot, like, big fan of his, but just not this. And that's Val Kilmer. Like, I'm sorry, Val. Like, like you're the like best Jim Morrison ever, but not the best Batman ever. Yeah, and in that, like, Batman
2: Forever is its own thing a little bit. Like, Nicole Kidman's not great in that movie either. Like, it's probably bottom tier Tommy Lee Jones. Like, uh, Jim Carrey's the only one who seems like he's having fun in that movie. And Seal. out,
0: Kiss from our Right on. Well, fuck, man. Batman, dude. I mean, without regurgitating anything that you guys said, and Miller with a fucking breakdown, dude. Nice breakdown there, Mills. That was like uh...
2: You got to get Kevin Conroy in there because I, I remember coming home after school on that age and watching Batman, the animated series, way up there for me. Yeah. And just his voice, like, because he did the voice for, you know, Bruce Wayne and Batman, but he would change it subtly and like change his voice patterns. And it's the first time I really kind of like recognized like voice acting kind of for what it was. And that was just like a really cool show with kind of the gothic imagery and everything so we might talk about it we talk about our animated series or whatever but i just love that so kevin conroy in my head that's batman's voice and on that show the voice of the joker was mark hamill top tier joker voice so
0: well anyway man um overall dude you know without going into without going into any other any other whatnots um keaton is batman dude michael keaton's fucking batman that's you know I mean, close second Christian Bale, and uh, obviously the original Adam West, you know, like right there. But uh, but yeah, when I think Batman, it's it's fucking Michael Keaton, dude. I the think
2: Batman. we all did like Pattinson though, right in the Batman joint. Just not to poo poo him. It's new, but I think we all liked him. I,
0: I can't answer that. Quickly, I like
1: the I movie a lot. I, I wasn't a huge fan of his. He he did he did way better than I thought he was gonna do. I'll put it that way. Fair enough, just
2: trying to, you know, because I think we all kind of, you know, uh, like Keaton because we grew up with him a little bit. Nothing wrong with it. I think it's cool. He's coming back in the Flash movie or whatever. So, you know, you'll get to see him as Batman at
1: least one more time. But yeah, just I uh, thought the path the thing was kind of cool. Absolutely. Let's keep it with the same kind of question, guys, but flip it up just a bit. I want you to give me your favorite James Bond and also tell me who should be the next Bond. Soup, you're up first here.
0: Shit, man um well i'll tell you what man my my favorite bond is hard dude because like you know the bond i mean connery like i like the older bonds although the newer ones are killing it but i'm going i'm going to go ahead and not and and just not beat around bush here man and say roger moore because of of view to a kill a view to a kill is my favorite bond movie of all time i don't know why but it just was so uh maybe because uh maybe it was one of the earlier ones i seen where i was like oh it's badass the whole thing with this, with, you know, whatever. that's great. It's got
2: Christopher Walken, Grace Jones, Christopher yeah, Walken. Yeah, right. like that's a great. That's my favorite Roger Moore James Bond movie by far. So, do oh, a kill, doing. and it's like really late. Like a lot of people like point at is like why they needed to change Bonds, but for me, like that's the one that worked the best for me. As far as the Roger Moore flicks, so no, I I like
0: I'm that. glad. I'm glad you have a. a,
2: a you do a kill, that yeah, very fond a, of you do a yeah, kill, a, dude. Right. Definitely right, favorite yep. Roger Moore right. joint.
0: That's where
1: I'm at, man. Great one, man. Um, I'm I've got to go. Sean Connery. I just he he was just perfect for it. That's where I'm going to go. Soup. You didn't answer. Who should be the next Bond? Uh, I'm gonna answer and then kick it back to you before we let Mills close us out with it. But I'd I'd love to see uh Carl Urban as the next James Bond. I just think that would be awesome, dude. If, you know, we 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 you know, shout out compound B, what we're doing over there, talking about the boys. Uh, but Carl Urban would be sick, James Bond.
0: That's
1: Take one. it to like a rated
0: R, you know. Yeah. See, the thing is, you got to go with somebody younger for the for the next James Bond because right? they have
2: to probably make four pictures, three years apart. So they have to have the part. You got to have somebody years, in the so. in
0: the late twenty, early thirty er, area, looking like you know. So, man, I, man, it's hard for me right now because who, like, you know, uh, maybe uh, who's the one that played that played Pennywise, the the the, the Eric Northman's younger brother? There, man, fucking. Uh, some that's Scar Scarred, man. He might be a good uh, Bond, man. Is that
2: a Scar He might be up for
0: it even. No, it's his. Yeah, no, it's his, He's too old for it now, man. But his younger brother, the one who played Pennywise in the, the newer version of it, um, it's a. Uh, fuck. He looks like he could be a Bond, too, man.
2: Yeah, the hard part is I'm pretty sure they'll never, like, they're going to always cast, like, try to cast a British or European dude. So an American dude would have to crush it. Like I think, like someone like Hugh Jackman, nah, or I just okay, thought it would be fun. Nah,
0: but... from uh, now, Netherlands or something. Where, where the fuck are the Scar Scars from, dude? Oh like, no,
1: dude! I just thought of a know, one of the Nordic motherfuckers. Nordic, 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 they're Nordic. They're from Sweden or yeah, something. Yeah, but dude, I just thought of a great one: Tommy Shelby, bro. Tommy Shelby, one hundred percent. Killian Shout out Murphy, blinders,
2: PBP.
1: Yeah, Killian Murphy would be
2: that would be a very like I would almost like it if they did it a little bit shorter, maybe, and they said, "All right, you only have to do like." Two pictures in five years or something and they rotated a little bit more and maybe like leaned into the thing that bond was a code word or something like i honestly like i love sean connery i love what they did with daniel craig and i have a soft spot for pierce brosnan in timothy dalton i think might have had one of the better like post bond careers so roger moore is a little bit towards the end for me and george Lazenby. i tried to kind of watch it and it's like he's got a really cool there's a great documentary about george Lazenby. i'll put it up on the on the screen but uh yeah i mean it's hard to go against sean connery kind of like he was just cool as shit like back in the day despite the fact that you know very bad with the slapping women and whatnot but like you got why like james Bond, like he made james bond cool and that was so important when they started it off like james
1: bond wouldn't be what it is today if, if sean connery hadn't been the first Bond. i feel mills you can go first here because i know you'll love this one give me your top five arnold schwarzenegger movies oh man this is gonna be fun uh, well, just start at number two because we know number one is going to be uh, Predator. So, It's actually not. like As far as
2: best movies, I am going with Total Recall at one. Again, maybe I think Predator's tainted a little bit because they've tried to make so many sequels to it or whatnot. I feel like they tried to make a Total Recall sequel. They even had Brian Cranston and uh, uh, Colin Farrell, and it just crashed because the original Total Recall is so perfect that two is T2, and... Three Predator, I think that's probably a clear tier there of those top three, and then I have Commando, The Running Man, and the honorable mention I have to give is Twins because that Arnold uh, Danny DeVito chemistry is just just top. So, got to go that way. Jamie G, how about you, man? Give me some top
1: five Arnold movies. Hey man, I I love Arnold. I'm I am also going to keep Total Recall at number one. I'm going to go jingle all the way. Just kidding. I am not going to have that on my top five. I am going to put at number two, I am going to keep it in the same regard and do Terminator 2. And then number three is where you're going to see some mix up for me. Number three, I am going to have Running Man. I absolutely love the the movie. I think it's fantastic. Number four, I am going to put Predator. And number five, I am going to finish with a smidge of a surprise here. I got to eke out. Uh, I got to eke out and, and not have Commando in here, although I think that certainly deserve. I got to go Last Action here at number five, man.
0: Rock and roll, man. I hear you, man. Some good ones, dude. Now, I, I wrote my answers on the paper so I wouldn't forget, man. So this is all done ahead of time, man. Number one, I put down Total Recall, of course, man. I mean, that's my favorite Arnold movie. I don't know what. But apparently, we're all in agreement there. So uh, number two, I put The Running Man because... I mean, I love the Running Man, but I like that early '80s Arnold shit like that, man. Plus, that's also a fucking Richard Bachman, Stephen King story. Running Man was fucking badass for multiple reasons. Regardless doesn't fucking matter. And what matters is the order of these shits right now. So moving on, to number three, number three I put T2. T2 I grew up with that shit was awesome. Number four I put Last Action Hero, and number five I put Commando. Wow, nice. So nothing different out of me, man. <laughs> just in a different order, I guess.
2: I'm very uh, proud of us sticking up for Last Action Hero. Like that was Arnold reaching that was really his first box office bomb. But looking it back it's cool. kind of cool. Like it's meta about going into the movie Charles had as Benedict. It, it's got cool villains. Like it's not that bad. I I I'm just I don't know if it was a bad marketing campaign or something, but I feel like that movie should have had a hit back in the day.
0: Might have to go in depth about this in one episode at some point. Yeah, we might have to talk about I would like to do all of
1: these Arnold movies and and like I, I'm there for any Arnold movie. And Mills, again, I think you know the answer to this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it anyways. What is Sylvester Stallone's best character? Yeah, I mean it's
2: Rocky Balboa, but uh shout out to uh Marion Cobretti, Tango, and Lincoln Hawk. <sighs> Man. I, Remember in Tango and Cash, he was Tango and Kurt Russell was Cash. There's
1: there's a lot of good Sylvester Stallone movies. I, man, I, I'm gonna I'm I'm giving it up for for his character. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do what everyone thinks I'm gonna do, man. And and, and I bet go you're with, gonna do what I think. You're with Rocky do. here, dude. I'm going <laughs> the freaking Demolition Man, dude. Exactly what I thought you were gonna do.
2: <laughs> John Spartan, yo, John. Spartan. John Spartan.
0: Again since I'm going a third I went with John Spartan as well. <laughs> so <laughs> I definitely thought you were going to do what you thought I Well was this gonna... makes
2: it way easier to figure out what we're going to cover because we're all in agreement on I mean demolition man is awesome. I think we're all like and again another movie that was a little bit of ahead of its time probably is predicting some kind of like the the corporate future where everything's consolidated and there's all this kind of suppression of ideas and the only thing they really fucked up is it's still pretty easy to get a gun. Yeah. Pizza Hut. or and not every restaurant is Taco Bell. No, but a lot of them are. They've spread to breakfast, though. They've spread it to, to breakfast. So Taco Bell's trying.
1: They have. They're, they're doing a thing. And before we move on to TV, I want everybody to just give me an elevator pitch for a movie that we should watch and talk about on this here podcast. 60 seconds or less. Soup, you're up first
0: nice all right well i'm gonna go ahead and and say that i want to talk about a movie called the last days of frankie the fly man now i know i brought this up previously years ago on silver screen or whatever and nobody watching this remembers that shit so it doesn't fucking matter so now we're gonna rehash or just fucking talk about the last days of frankie the fly this is a good fucking movie man that nobody really seems to fucking know about man it's got It's a super Tarantino-esque movie. It's got a lot of his crew and normal uh, people he works with in it. Um, It feels like a Tarantino movie, although it's not a Tarantino movie, but it's it's good, dude. It's got fucking Dennis Hopper in there. It's got Daryl Hannah in there. It's got Michael Madsen in there. I mean, the the cast is great. The story's fucking pretty good. It's got Reaper Sutherland in there, man. I mean, it's pretty solid. Definitely worth watching. You won't be disappointed. Um, A good fucking... I like it on a late night, on like a weekday, where you get home and you're like, I need a late night fucking movie, and that's a fucking good one to just fucking be like, oh, man, that was a good fucking movie to watch. I'm glad I spent an hour and a half watching that instead of fucking, uh, you know, reruns of Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune or whatever the fuck, so... And I'm sure it's better than any news that's currently going on. So check it out. Nice. I'll go
1: next here. Guys, I'm going with a Kurt Russell, John Carpenter classic, Big Trouble in Little China. This is one that deserves a rewatch and deserves some respect and deserves a deeper dive, dude. There's the whole mythical ancient Chinese wizardry type stuff with this. And let's just face it, dude. Jack Burton. Is there a better name for like the main character who's going to like save the day than Jack Burton? Like this guy's awesome, dude. It's Kurt Russell at his best. Again, a little bit of ahead of its time with some of the stuff they did from a graphic standpoint. Really cool flick. We should absolutely check it out and talk about it on this here cast of the pods.
2: I enjoyed that one very much, especially the idea that he just wants to get his like uh, semi truck back. Like, that's the whole thing. He just wants to get his truck back. Brings oh, it back I mean, around to the, uh, the the over-the-top thing. alone. Stallone. In, you know what? Just I'll make it easy here. We've talked about it. If you've uh, seen us on the Joe Blow football show or whatever, it's come up multiple times. How about Four Rooms? It is an anthology with basically four different set pieces set in a hotel starring Tim Roth as the bellhop goes between the different rooms you get uncredited bruce willis quentin tarantino's directing one robert rodriguez is directing one there's so much fun stuff going on here you should most definitely check out four rooms it's pretty fucking awesome
1: yes it is man all three of those got me fired up let's move over to the television side of things this is going to be a tough one here but i want to start out by asking you guys to give me your top five animated shows
2: this is like this is like picante balls to your, you know, death by teabagging. I think there's a pretty clear top tier for me. I think you have South Park in The Simpsons in the top two. Three, I think you have to put kind of like the original Looney Tunes. There's so much good stuff. I know some of it doesn't quite hold up as well, but I think it's just phenomenal. And then at four or five... I gotta give it up for, I'm not sure the exact order, but call close enough, uh, Batman the Animated Series. I alluded to it before. I think it's one of my just absolute favorites. And Archer, which we've also kind of talked about a little bit. Uh, we were just talking about it on Compound B about Ash Tyler Tyler. Yeah, Archer is just incredible. And honorable mentions too, the new Scooby-Doo movies, Rick and Morty, Futurama, and BoJack Horseman. Jamie G., Top five animated shows. They don't have to be in order, but if you'd like to do it in order, it'd be cool.
1: Yeah, this is really tough. I can't really, you know, I'm going to I'm going to agree with you. I think number one, I got to put South Park just what they've done. Number two, I'm going to put Simpsons. Um, Number three, I'm going to put Archer. Number four, I'm going to put Big Mouth. Big fan of what this show has done in four seasons. If you're not watching Big Mouth, you absolutely should. Great humor. It's hilarious. And it's actually, you know, the first show I can think of that addresses the the horrors and the awkwardness of, of going through puberty and what it's like to be at that age. But it's absolutely fantastic and it's hilarious and, and well done, dude. I uh, love that show so much. It, it almost moved its way up higher on this list. And last but not least, dude, shout out to Paradise PD. Really underrated show. Love it. Again, they've only got a few seasons out, but uh, it's it's one of my absolute favorites
2: nice like you trying to be a little bit contrarian there because it's so easy to go to the
0: very top end of the animated
2: scale soup do,
0: rock and roll man and you know i honestly man we should have just fucking went like we we should have ruled out simpsons and south park south park right away yeah hence like if you <laughs> want to
2: give a, an honorable legend or two go for it
0: so th- those two are obviously one and two uh either way you want to slice it i mean they're, they're pretty much equals on one and two simpsons and south park but uh Um, I got to throw in Beavis and Butthead. Definitely, man. And uh, and not even an honorable mention mention, out of either of you guys on that one, man. A little shocking. But uh, yeah, Beavis and Butthead, man. Right up there with it, man. And, you know, I got to give props to the original Scooby-Doo. Well, all Scooby-Doo, but for me particularly, the original shit that started in like 69 or whatever, man. The original scooby-doos man were fucking awesome man. Or at least for me they're, they're i mean they're i don't know whatever they're on my fucking top list So that's that,
2: scooby-doo where are you if you're watching that scooby-doo
0: i'm also gonna and i'm also gonna throw in aqua team man aqua team was pretty fucking fun and uh and i think they're doing new shit here soon or already did a little bit or something like that so uh so that might be something to check out but that was a good one to throw on late night um you know, for whatever occasion. But yeah, Aqua Teen, I'll throw in there too. So that's where I'm at with the uh, animated. Uh...
1: Fucking A, dude. Well, it might not be TV, but it is HBO. This is going to be super difficult, but we're all going to try to give our top five HBO series of all times. I'll go first here and forgive me, viewers, if you're like, how dare you miss this or how dare you miss that? Um, There's only five, and it's hard to put them all on there. I love HBO series. It's it's incredible. So here goes nothing. I got to go with Sopranos. It's my favorite of all time. It still is, always will be, always has been. Fantastic rewatch, holds up well. Love the Sopranos. Number two, I'm gonna go Game of Thrones. I know that the last season kind of soiled and you know spoiled a little bit about how great that show was up until the last couple episodes there, but I still love it, dude, and I'm 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 giving it giving it its due. Number three, I gotta go Boardwalk Empire. I was a big Boardwalk Empire fan. Really enjoyed that series. Uh, four, I'm giving it up for Barry. Barry is fantastic. It worked its way onto this list. Dark comedy it's only a half an hour joint which which hurts it It makes it harder to get on here because there's so many hour-long shows that are worthy but it's there number five i'm giving it up for hot d dude house of the dragon i know there's only one series or i'm sorry one season but it it, to me it was that good of a season that it should be on this list i cannot wait to see what they do with this show i think it's going to be absolutely Amazing balls, dude. So super stoked about that. Honorable mention, you know, let's let's shit, dude. Spoiler alert too. I have not seen the wire. So people are gonna be like, How is the wire not on there? Don't get all upset. I haven't watched it yet. All right, so I'm saving it because we're probably gonna do a podcast about it. But I, I haven't watched it yet, so that's why it's not on there. But I mean, God, six feet under, definitely worthy of being up there. Uh th- there's there's so many that th- shit, dude. Rome. Rome was like there's a lot of good shit. All of it's worthy. Uh, but those are my five. Nice. And you didn't even mention
2: True Blood yet, which I know you enjoy there. Addicto, I love True so, Blood. That's
1: also worthy on there too.
2: I I'll just go next and just say basically same top two. Sopranos, Game of Thrones. At three, I have Deadwood. At four, I also have Barry at five it was really close but i went with eastbound and down at six i have the wire because i also haven't watched the wire it's the last of my desert island fucking viewing shows that i haven't watched i'm saving with you probably to podcast about for the first time so soup favorite top five hbo series of all times throw an honorable mention if you'd like
0: yeah fuck man yeah that's the thing with hbo is a lot of fucking really really good shows on hbo man and um, anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and dive right into it here, man. I I, I went number one Sopranos also. I mean, that's, that's fucking Sopranos. News. I don't need to say much more about that. We'll talk about that, I'm sure. So number two, I went True Blood. True Blood was fucking an awesome show, dude. And maybe we'll talk about that one day too, but I really fucking liked it. Number three, I'm gonna give number three to Game of Thrones. But I'm giving number four to something that nobody mentioned, even in honorables, which I fucking love, because now I get to be like, aha, here's this one I'm going to slip in. That's Tales from the Crypt, man. I'm taking it back a little bit. Tales from the Crypt, I'm putting there at number four, man. And number five, I'm putting True Detective season one, which also none of y'all mentioned. So there's a season one, True Detective, but not, I mean, they're all good, but season one was fucking knockout, dude season one was season one was absolutely They're about cool. to
2: come out with a fourth season with Jody Foster
1: and everything, which yeah. I think could be really cool. So yeah, I'm it's excited gonna take that. place like up in the up in like the Yeah, we'll the try to at least talk wall. about maybe one episode or something when it comes out. I think that'd be a cool thing to discuss. And one thing that HBO has done better than almost everybody is opening title sequences. Regular dudes, give me your favorite television intro sequence of all time. Mills, you're up first here. Number three, Game of Thrones.
2: Number two, The Sopranos Tony Soprano riding through Got Yourself a Gun But number one really Peace right
0: Make a move extreme a Shortcut to your dreams. A blow straight to the stars On that flying thing
2: That is just so much fun with John Cena and everyone dancing and taking it so serious. And it's, that's the most fun, dude. Like, I don't skip it. Like, I never, I've skipped the other sequences at times. I've never skipped the Peacemaker intro. I've just never skipped it. It's still
1: hysterical every time. Shout out, Peacemaker. That's a great one, dude. Um, I I also got to say that. Uh, True Blood had an incredible intro, dude. I want to do bad things to you. It had that grimy kind of deep, like Southern Swamp, Louisiana type feel to it. Like very, very cool. But look, man, to me, it's a coin flip between, um, you know, Sopranos, uh, the got yourself a gun, but I'm going to lean towards the other side of the coin. And that's Game of Thrones. I think that was one of the most incredible intros ever done. And the fact that they built onto it over the course of the, 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 all, all the seasons, you know, they didn't really add new shit to the Sopranos got yourself a gun. You know, he drove by, you know, Satriales, he drove by the same places. He took the same, you know, told like he did, it was the same thing. Right. But game of Thrones, they incorporated new pieces as the map came out as new characters, as, as new, you know, groups and, and people and um, parts of the world of Westeros and beyond became, you know, part of the show they incorporated it. That's super cool. Very technical. Got to give it to them. Soup.
0: Oh yeah, man. You know what? You actually has changed my mind there in that because I, I was teetering on giving that number one, but I'm gonna confirm now. Give number one to Game of Thrones. Yeah, absolutely, dude. With a with the great uh, uh, explanation there, I'm not even gonna try and copy that because that's exactly what I was gonna probably say. Not just kidding, man. But uh, but it makes sense. And uh, and and uh, yeah anyway all right fuck man number one game of thrones number two tales from the crypt number three true blood nice dude yeah shout
1: out tales from the crypt we should do a couple rewatches on that man that's you forget how good of a show that was and
0: and a good open dude yeah absolutely
1: this is what we're here for like
2: i vaguely kind of remember some of those episodes because i was pretty young when they came out and they were on like i think late friday saturday night right on hbo so it's a weird time. Like usually at that point I'd probably choose boobies over the comedy. So I'd really much like to check back in on the comedy. And that also might be boobies. I uh, maybe there's Dream Odd. You get both you channel. get
0: you get both comedy and, and titties and Tail from the best
2: of both worlds, too. It's like R. Kelly minus the uh the very poor, you know. Uh
0: no, yeah, there's nothing good about there, R-, R yeah, R- yeah Kelly. there's nothing
2: cool about R. Kelly. Yeah. That's, that's I can't that's, even listen to the best of both worlds anymore. So it's right there with my Michael Jackson Elms in the uh, trash.
0: Well, trash. now when you think about the best of both worlds, just think about Clerks and Kevin Smith, where you know the best of both worlds was actually hermaphroditic porn.
2: I'm just thinking about Kevin Smith and booby face and just like motorboating a puppy with Tootie uh, and the Bullfish playing.
0: Well,
1: if that doesn't lighten things up for you, this will. And let's lighten it up by talking about our favorite comedies. Soup, why don't you start us off by giving us your three of your favorite television comedies of all time?
0: I've got I've got to put Seinfeld on that list, man. Um I don't really know if I really want to rank these, but I will just give three that are right there. So I'm gonna go Seinfeld, I'm gonna go Mr. Show with Bob and David. I love Mr. Show. And uh and I'm gonna go with uh Sonny. Boom, boom, boom. One, two, three.
1: That's a crossover I would sign the fuck up for. I'm up next here. Um, I am going to go, these are not in any particular order, but Seinfeld for sure. It's an, it's an absolute classic, deserves to be on there. Um, always sunny, way up there. And I'm going to throw in the Trailer Park Boys. What those dudes did over the course of their uh, run was was nothing short of legendary. They definitely deserve to be up there, man. Trailer Park Boys will always make you feel better, and uh, it's, it's always a fun watch
0: fucking a dude yes indeed yes indeed i should have fucking put those in there uh, man Good that's cult. what she said
1: <laughs> and mills we don't have all day so i'm gonna narrow it down a bit for you give me your three favorite comedy shows that are currently still on the air or the stream well thank you for that because yeah, they overall it'd be a lot like i mean you have to
2: at least throw out like cheers bash and start getting into the deep stuff but uh currently on the air give me sunny y'all both mentioned it i think that's fair give me what we do in the shadows on fx just it takes a minute to get going just just do it it's even if you don't like vampire shit or whatever trust me it'll be worth it and finally the righteous gemstones on hbo season three is about to drop really funny danny mcbride john gilman on the top of their games great supporting cast check it out
0: interesting i have not seen two out of three of those so yeah i might have to look into some of that. That's what she said.
1: Just like we did for movies, let's go around the horn here and have everybody give us an elevator pitch for a TV show that we should
0: watch and
1: talk about. Soup, you're up first here. Keep this to 45 seconds or
0: less. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it super fucking brief, dude. And and I hate to rehash this, but because I know that I brought it up on the Joe Blow Show uh football show uh, weeks ago, but like it's still it still is in there. And it's a nice fun one to go over. And it's Tacoma FD man. Getting into it, check it out for a nice little fun comedy man. I'm going to shout out to the man Magnum Mills for putting me onto this,
1: but we should absolutely do this. And that's party down this. I'm so excited for the third season. It came back, got rebooted here. Uh, But the first two seasons were gold. I tell you gold and man, Oh man, it's a great show. We should, we should watch it. Hilarious little half an hour joint.
2: Yes, it it really is. And I want to go with Wu-Tang and American saga it's entering its third and final season on hulu it's a streaming show about the founding of the wu-tang clan and they actually have a lot of the actors doing the actual rapping but it's over the real beats like rissa the wu they're all involved in everything it, i think it's a really phenomenal combination of kind of character development even if you're not a fan of the wu you love it if you're a fan of the wu you'd love it more so shout out uh you know wu-tang american saga final season
1: on Hulu right now i think that about covers it except for one thing what are we going to watch and talk about on the next episode here
2: oh it, 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 this is the old school like you gotta pitch it next time on silver screen would y'all like me to go first or does someone have a pitch
0: yeah go for it man
2: so y'all would like me to go first and i think this one is pretty easy for me and that's i just want y'all to watch The first episode, the pilot episode of the show, Yellow Jackets from Showtime. There's only been one season, only 10 episodes. The second season premieres at the end of March. It both has kind of the mystery element. There's a supernatural element. There's a flash forward element, which I'm not spoiling anything. You can tell by looking at the first episode of the series, just who's in the cast. The fact that they're kind of flashing back and forth with like, a Lord of the Flies thing in the woods. And like, how did these people survive and showing them later in life? I think it's really cool. I think both of y'all would fucking love it. I, I think this is, I mean, this is free money for me. Basically. This is easy peasy. This is like, will Josh Allen throw for more than 125 yards in the next game? Yes. free square in bingo. Y'all should watch the first episode of yellow jackets. I guarantee you, you will both love it and want to watch more. Who's next?
0: I mean, I'm down. I like that. I'll watch that, man. I'll definitely watch that, dude. Oh, you'll love it.
2: Opening scene, you'll be in. Opening scene, you'll be in. I have no worries.
0: All right. Well, this is something I know has been out there for a minute, but like as far as like an intro episode or whatever. and I, and I just recently saw it, and I didn't realize it had been around for a couple of years, but it was Doom Patrol, man. The first episode of Doom Patrol was really pretty fucking captivating, man. It was a good one, dude. It had a good story. It was pretty powerful. It got you locked in. You wanted to watch more episodes after that first episode, so I thought that was pretty cool. I would recommend checking that out.
2: Good one, former uh uh, bond uh, Timothy Dalton, who's kind of the lead there, bringing it around with Brendan Fraser and shit. Like that's a that's a cool one. Uh, Jamie G movie, TV. What, what should we talk about next time?
1: I noted it before. It didn't it didn't make my uh, not on this podcast, but in other things that we've done on on the Joe Blow Football Show and alike, where this is one of the animated shows that they just put out a second season, and it's it for me, it's way up there, dude. It didn't make my my list. Uh, Here tonight, but it was it was in consideration. And that's inside job. I would like for you guys to just watch that first episode and let me know what you think. This is it takes all the comedy and humor of all the crazy conspiracies about our country and the world at large, and meshes it with a mad scientist who is a drug addict to a living breathing mushroom who can control people's minds to a dolphin person and shout out uh lizzie kaplan from party down she voices the main character takes place in washington dc our nation's capital very 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 cool about a shadow government that really controls the world hilarious tons of shit to talk about i think we should check it out man it's a quick fun watch and I will
2: kind of recap and what the
1: deal here is, like we're
2: each going to get to vote on what we should watch next, but we can't pick our own stuff. And if there is a three-way tie, we all vote for each other's things. We're just going to go to the wheel. And uh, Jamie G, I do want to say that you did kind of miss it by failing to point out that Christian Slater is also in inside job, very major part of it, which would have tied in better. That should go against your pitch, but on the other hand, I'm very magnanimous, so I try to make everybody have the equal chance to win. Once again, Jamie G., you pitched Inside Job, Subducer pitched Tacoma FD, and I pitched the pilot episode of Yellow Jackets from Showtime. Uh, Jamie G., you kind of pitched last year, so vote
1: first. Man, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and bite on Yellow Jackets. Uh, you know, I've heard about it before. I've had people kind of throwing it up to me and I've 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 wanted to do it. I just, you know, I just haven't gotten to it yet. So I, this is a good, this is a good reason to do it. So I'll, I'll vote, I'll vote Yellow Jackets. Sue? So?
0: Yeah, man, I'm right there, dude. I heard Yellow Jackets is pretty solid, man. I haven't checked it out yet. So, uh, so that sounds pretty intriguing. You know, I'm with the, I'm on the Yellow Jacket squad right now man
2: awesome and so next next episode we will be talking about the pilot episode of Yellow Jackets y'all can watch it and I will literally guarantee you when that episode is over you want to click like go to the next episode on season two but I did enjoy both your pitches as I have watched both Tacoma FD and uh, Jamie G's pitch which was uh, Inside Job I would like to watch that again it did get cancelled by Netflix when it was supposed to be going on I'd like to hope that it gets picked up somewhere else. It probably won't, but again, very cool show. Uh, good stuff, guys. I mean, like we're we're watching stuff and we're enjoying it, right?
1: That's kind of how you do it. Yeah, man, and and thank you, listeners, for checking out Regular Dudes Watch Stuff. We hope that we lived up to the name, and we appreciate you checking us out. Please remember, we're regular dudes, and we watch stuff. So in order not to miss it, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. You've got a movie or a show you want us to talk about, hit us up let us know on our social media or in the comments of this youtube video and we will check it out and we'll break it down being regular dudes watching stuff mills hit them with all the deets if you could good sir thank you i know how your accent kind of trails off at the
2: end there uh pretty easy you want to find our youtube channel if you're just listening on the podcast platforms just go to joe dot com or search for Regular Dudes Watch Stuff on YouTube. You can find us on social media at Dudes Watch Stuff, and you can find us wherever you get your pods by searching for Regular Dudes Watch Stuff. On behalf of myself, Magnum Mills, the Soup Deucer, and Jamie G, may you be
1: regular and may you watch stuff. Thanks again for checking us out. We're Regular Dudes Watch Stuff. We'll be back next week to cover the pilot episode of Yellow Jackets.